episode. Well, I'll be damned. If it isn't time to start the funniest show on Radio Free Brooklyn, the show that makes all the pretenders gape in awe, the show that's inspired a thousand copycats and counting, the show that's so edgy, it's been banned from several school districts. I'm talking, of course, about Young Persons Radio here on Radio Free Brooklyn with me, your host, Colby Smith. Hello. How are you, everyone? Good day. Good day. I wish that were true about the getting banned from schools thing. I'm telling you, if this show got banned from even one school, like kids were sitting around a table in the lunchroom all listening to me talk about like the Jimmy Buffett Broadway musical or whatever, and they're like, oh shit, yeah man, this is the raw shit. And a teacher comes by and he's like, what's going on here? What is this? And they try and turn it off and they're like, uh, Nothing. And the teacher's like, damn you kids and your New York community-based nonprofit internet radio. Bans my show. If it came out that this thing was banned from, like, anywhere, much less a school, the popularity would go through the roof. Because there is a famous story in popular music, folks, that Billy Joel, who is basically what would happen if, like, a mid-level manager at an office supply company started writing songs and, like, being a singer-songwriter. Like, there's nothing even vaguely countercultural about this guy. Like, he has a condo and a Prius, and he's still like, oh, yeah, I'm a rebel to the bone. Rules were meant to be broken, baby. I'm rock and roll through and through. And then he just, like, gets up at... 6 a.m. to fight the traffic on his way to the freeway on his commute to his office job. That's Billy Joel. Billy Joel is the guy in your office who thinks he's like a rocker, but he's like extremely responsible. There's like nothing, so there's nothing rock and roll about Billy Joel, but one of his like, his one bit of cred is that when his big album The Stranger came out in 1977, It has this song on it, Only the Good Die Young, in which he begs for sex from a Catholic girl. Come out, Virginia, don't let me wait. You Catholic girls start much too late. Ah, but sooner or later, it comes down to fate. It might as well be the one. Which, first of all, calling her Virginia is like the most on-the-nose thing you've ever heard in your life, right? I've got this character who's a virgin. What should I call her? Huh. Wait. Virginia. 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 Come out, Virginia. Don't let me wait. And then this sick bastard just begs for sex over and over again for four minutes. It's sick. I might as well be the one. Please, please give me sex, Virginia, please. Over and over again for four minutes. It's pathetic. It's sick. Verse two. You might have heard I run with the dangerous crowd. Yeah, I, I, everyone listening is like going like, oh yeah, Billy Joel is the most dangerous person in rock and roll. This guy who plays the piano, a rich person's instrument. I say this as, a, as someone who plays the piano. That's a rich person's instrument, man. 
Ain't nothing populist about playing the piano. That's why Elton John goes so big with it. You can't help but, like, get into it. But Billy Joel is just, like, this meek little boy who goes to his piano lessons every week. Oh, but he runs with a dangerous crowd. My friends don't know Rachmaninoff's second concerto. They're bad news, baby. Now please give me sex. Anyway, so so this song comes out and it gets it gets banned. It gets fully banned by the Catholic Archdiocese in New Jersey. Who honestly were probably sick of this guy just trying to be a third-rate Bruce Springsteen all the time. Like he's trying to be the, the Bruce Springsteen of like Long Island, which is pathetic. It's Archdiocese banning the song, doing everybody a favor. Banning only the good die young. But of course, we want what we can't have. And this thing gets banned, then it rockets up the charts. And Billy Joel becomes a major star, and we're still paying the price 40 years later. Anyway, I want that to happen to this show. I want this to happen to YPR. I'm trying to get us banned from like a school or a church group or something like that. Because after that, people gotta have it. They're going to crave it. They already need it, you know. They already need it. They just don't know it yet. And soon, they will. So, I don't have a guest today. I don't have a guest today, I should say. I don't have a guest. I have several. Uh, I've been going a little crazy in quarantine, folks. I'll be honest. It's it's starting to wear on me a little bit. You know, every, every day is the same, you know. Uh, there's nothing to do, no places to go, just staring at my four walls in my apartment that has become more of a prison and less of a respite, uh, these days, because, you know, we're less trapped in it here in New York than maybe we were, but, you know, it just, it still doesn't mean it's safe to, you know, go see people, and it's, it's wearing on me a little bit, so... I have taken the advice that a lot of people have given me, and I've just started going on walks, plugging in the headphones, you know, with the little microphone, and calling old friends, and just catching up and seeing how people are doing, and, um, it hasn't quite gone as planned, to be honest with you, uh, I did not get the reaction that I wanted, but... You know, that's okay. That's okay. We're going to listen either way. Um, so I was walking around this week. I was feeling lonely, so I decided to call up Bridget Rascala, who is a great comedian, and she's been on the show a lot. Um, so I gave her a ring just to see what's up. So let's hear it. Hey, Bridget. Yes. Hey, it's nice to talk to you. What's up? Uh, nothing. I'm busy. Why are you calling me right now, Cole? Well, I've been doing that. I, I've a lot of people have given me the advice, like if you're feeling crazy during COVID, just like go for a walk, call some old friends, see how everybody's doing. Uh, and naturally, I thought of you, like fifth, fifth. Yeah, like fifth. Go fuck yourself. I want to be top, top three. Okay, I mean, maybe maybe one day we can get there. But it was, I, look, I, I don't want to lie to you. One I feel like that's worse. There. Yeah, first of all, don't lie to me because then you're dead to me, which is a thing that you know. But I don't want to be fifth. And also, 
what do you want me to tell you? I'm in the same boat as you during this garbage. <sighs> yeah, I, I mean, I don't know. I just, I thought we'd like catch up about old times. I mean, you know, it's, it's, uh, I mean, you, oh, you, you remember. Want me to remind me of the stuff that we can't do? Well, no, I mean, you just, you know, it's, uh, I thought it'd be nice to like reminisce, remember that life hasn't always been this bad. You know, I mean, you remember the night we met, right? You remember where we were? Was that Walters? Yeah, Walters. <laughs> well, I don't know. We met before then. I just don't really remember. I guess you were just always there. And then I finally was like, fine, I'll talk to you. Yeah, that's the way I remember it is <laughs> being aware, feeling a vague, hostile energy from you all the time. Oh, thank you. Yeah. Okay. That's what women love to hear. A vague, <laughs> hostile energy. Well, I just feel like it's coming out right now. And I, I guess I want to get to the root of where historically that's coming from. Cole, you called me in the middle of a work day, unprompted, and you want to know what's up. And yeah. you told me I'm top five and told me that I'm hot. Top five okay. is great. I guess. You're right. Top five isn't bad. That's it one more bad. than the Beatles. That's one more than there. There's you... there like the Beatles only needed four. So like four is probably better, definitely. But like five is like. That's... Great. So if we're a basketball team, I make starting lineup. But exactly. you don't have to tell me that. You're, you're the fifth guy. <laughs> Okay, well, I'm look, the fifth I'm, guy. Yeah, you're the fifth guy. You're you're the. You know you're what the, I'm really mad about right now? What, what? This is really this is really true. In what? NBA 2K, you can't be a woman. This is absurd to me. Does WNBA have their own video game? I think they do, but I don't give a shit. How come I can't play NBA 2K like an NBA player? Fucking fix that. It's not well, like I mean, a real just, team. Just I mean, just imagine a woman going up against uh, LeBron. She'd get fucking crushed. Yeah, yeah, you're right. You're right. This is a good time, a good moment for you to bring this up, Cole. <laughs> what else do you have to say? What else shouldn't women do? No, oh, I mean, what, what else? What else should we hold ourselves back on? I don't is know. This too hostile for you? Should I be? Should I serve this with a cupcake? No, I. I mean, no. You <laughs> to do anything you want to do. You should do everything. You know what? I've spent a lot of time talking in my life, and now. Okay. It is time oh, for me to listen. To listen? Yeah, great, now it's great, time for me great. to listen. Okay. Well, when you're listening, what are you picturing in your head? Are you actually listening or are you just like giving the, the vision that you are? Usually I, I, start, I start off with eye contact, right? Mm, and yeah. I'm just like, I'm so locked into this person. And then I think, <laughs> then I think, I just like, oh, I'm so engaged right now with what they're saying. And then I think, aren't I so good that I'm listening this intently mm. to this, to what this other person is saying, because like, I don't want to know about it. it. Usually, usually it's like about like, I don't know, mixology or something. Just like, Oh, yep. I, I went to oh, this classic place. female topic. I, I, no, this is not, <laughs> this is, let's not gender this. This is not women. This is not me. This is me talking to any person of any gender. Yeah, this is you saying you've been talking so much. It's time to listen. I thought you were talking about women, but I guess we could talk about it. Yeah, men talk about mixology too. Sure. Yeah. More sure. so, in okay. fact. Yeah, cocktails. If it was cocktails. women, it would be like, oh, I'm a Capricorn. And I'll be like, I'm so lost. Colby, into this. don't you fucking I'll, dare. I'll I be... talk about astrology with you. <laughs> I'll be like, yes, tell me about being a Capricorn. That's got to be so different than what I am, which is a Cancer and Leo Kevin, you're, It doesn't make sense to me, your thing. 
I mean, I know. I just, uh, uh, I don't get it either. Okay. I mean, if, how if do you, you explain me being a cancer? But see, I've also heard from people saying, like, the, oh, I, uh, I was like, oh, I thought I was a Leo for a long time. And then I did this co-star app and it turns out I'm a cancer. Right? people saying, oh, that makes so much more sense. To you? you? Yeah, for me. Well, because I think you're like uh, emotionally more intelligent than, than uh, most a Leo Leos. Would be. Yeah. Oh, Leos are great. They just are like, uh, they present shittier than cancers would. But Leos sure. don't exist without cancers. Do you know what I mean? Because it's the preceding sign. I don't really know anything about this shit. I'm just regurgitating things that no. people have told me. I haven't really read up on this. You're right. I'm not- I mean, what I really wanted to ask you about, Bridget. Um, yeah. Because, uh, you know, you and I saw each other at the telephone show this weekend. Yeah, we did. Um, and you were saying that you subscribed to a lot of OnlyFans. No, I didn't. I said, <laughs> I said a lot of people have been asking me, should I make the jump to OnlyFans? And by a lot, I mean two or three people oh. have asked that. Well, I was talking but to I a should... lot of the other performers on the show on Saturday, and we all okay. kind of thought that that like our big takeaway from the conversation was that you subscribe to a lot of them well yeah i subscribe because i support uh i support sex work because sex work is real work yeah of um, course is it is that sure, how you, no, sure ignore, yeah um yeah why wouldn't you subscribe to OnlyFans? do you not go i mean i don't but uh, uh it's only because i've been banned already oh okay what did you do to get banned well did i you ask for did you not pay yeah, I, I like used a credit card that was not exactly in my name. Oh, and so you stole. Well, I used one that wasn't in my name. Is is what I. That's the fact of what I did. This person that you stole it from, are they in your top five? Um, I. It would say, they are no longer in my top five. Because is it because you're no longer in theirs? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, they started it. I, I would say they reacted extremely poorly to me doing this. Um, no, I think I, they reacted fair. I don't think it is fair. All I, I, I used, I saw numbers and I typed them into a computer. I mean, are you trying to say that my mom, an accountant, is doing a bad thing every day? Because we did the exact same thing that day. Okay, but there's different reasoning behind that, and you know that. I guess that's true, but I mean, You're you know, motivations ignoring. don't matter. Motivations don't matter, Bridget. It's yes. only actions that matter. No, motivations for your actions matter. Says who? Says who says that? Says the entire plot of John Q, the movie. You should watch it. John good. Q? Yeah. Is that anything like John Wick? No. I don't know. Well, then I don't, I don't want to so. see that. I like John, John Wick movies. John Q... Okay, John Q is Denzel Washington holds up a whole hospital hostage because he needs to get his son a heart transplant. Okay. So holding people hostage is a bad thing, but he's doing it for a good reason. I see. Yeah. I would, st- I, I don't know. I, I just think, I think on the face, I, I would never hold anyone hostage, but I would use someone else's credit card. And I think those are okay. different. Well, in the end, he's willing to kill himself to be the heart donor wow. for his son. Is that a spoiler alert? Wow. <laughs> statue of limitations has passed. I have just rented this on Amazon. 
well, that's why you should have talked to me more because now when you drop from top three, you don't know the movies that your friends have seen anymore, Colby. Well, and, and it was so really, it, this is your own fault. It was six ninety nine to rent. It was well, like one of those. That's, it's one of those on Amazon that was like really expensive for no reason. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do know what you mean. That's yeah, like really you're you're trying to rent a movie on Amazon and like all of a sudden it's just like, oh, I thought two ninety nine, maybe three ninety nine was the standard for this, but this one is like six ninety nine. Six ninety nine for some reason. I think you could buy it for less. I mean, you probably could, depending on the platform. But why would I want to own that? I'm only going to watch it once. This guy is a monster in this movie. I don't like that. Oh, my God. He's not a monster. You're a monster. He takes people hostage. You just said he takes people hostage. Yes, but even... Okay. Even in the movie, when the hostages leave, they're like, he's a very good man. Okay. Bridget, I have... I I, I feel like... (laughs) We're, we're like doing this thing where we fight and I just want to, I want to start fresh and ask you just like a completely unrelated question. Okay. What, That's fair. What is, what date does your credit card expire? Are you kidding, Colby? <laughs> it's September, 2024. Okay. Thanks for talking to me. You piece of shit. Right, so obviously uh, things kind of took a turn that I wasn't hoping for, um, and so I didn't quite get what I wanted from that. But I called a couple of other people, and uh, let's just, like, hear hear some of those now. Um, Yeah, so after this, I decided to, like, kind of go into my past a little bit and talk to my buddy Jim Cowherd, who, like, I haven't talked to since middle school. And, like, there's just, like, a guy who I was friends with who I got along really well with, and we would just, like, you know, we'd talk a lot about Star Wars and just be like, oh, my God, like, you know, these movies are so good, I can't wait for, you know, new movies to come out and, like, all that stuff, and we just, like, played video games and stuff all the time, and just, like, spent a lot of time at each other's houses, and, like, um, I kind of lost, like, lost touch with him over the years. It's, like, we went to different schools and that kind of thing, and that always, like, kind of bothered me, and I was, like, well, I've got the time now to, like, invest in, uh, catching up with this guy, so that's what I did. So here is me talking to my, like, childhood buddy, Jim Coward. Hey, what's up? Hey, guy, Colby. Hey, it's nice. It's, you know, it's been a while. It's nice to talk to you. Um, that's good. Um, yeah. How, how, what's up? You know, I've just been kind of doing that thing where, you know, it's, it's, it's COVID and I'm feeling lonely. So I've just been like calling old friends out of the blue and just kind of walking around and seeing how they're doing. And, you know, you're just kind of next on my list. It's three it's thirty in the afternoon, Colby. Well, yeah, you know, it's just like I'm not uh, not working right now. I thought maybe you would maybe be free. I don't really know what you're doing these days. So, 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 uh, you don't have a job. You go out in the world and you see it, it's continuing to hum around you, and yet you just assume, well, I don't have a job, so no one must have a job. Well, I guess like. I don't know. I mean, people are working from home. Like, you know, maybe they're just like at a break and they can like talk on the phone for a little bit. Maybe they're on a break the same time you have just decided to start meandering around the city, uh, calling up old names. Uh, what, do you, what, what do you want? What do you want? 
to talk about? Oh, just like what you've been up to. Like, what's your job? I mean, we haven't even seen each other since, what, eighth grade? Yeah, we haven't seen each other since eighth grade. Well, and then 10 years ago, several years after eighth grade, where you found me on Facebook and said, hey, let me get your phone number uh, so we can stay in touch. And uh, I think this is the first time we've, um, we've uh, ventured down that path. It is. Uh, it is. And I, you know, I didn't mean for it to start like this. Grade? What? Is it about eighth grade? No, or no. I just, just like, you know, we, I feel like we used to be like really tight. Yeah, well, yeah, but you know that was it was it was middle it was middle school. Okay, I mean, like the our, reality our, is that. Our, I, well, just you know, I, I've been calling a lot of people, and not a lot of people want to talk to me, and so I'm just like I'm going like deeper and deeper what, into my past. Wouldn't it fill you to your core to find out that you and I still had something in common, and we hadn't spoken since middle school? Do you think you're going to call me up, and I'd be like, "Hey, I figured out erections." Like what? What can we possibly? You think I got hit by a bus or something that I'm still gonna be able to talk to you? Like I'm a fucking thirteen year old? No, 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 not not. I mean, we don't have. To, I mean, I don't know. Are, are you still into Star Wars? No, the sequels fucking ruined everything. Yeah, I know. Some people don't think that. Some people like them. Some people are like, "Oh my God, Ryan Johnson is the greatest uh, filmmaker America's ever seen," and I'm just like, okay. "Why?" Um, listen, did, you see, I, did you see Knives Out? Hey, real quick, did you see Knives listen, Out? A, the like the AV Club has common forums for this sort of thing, man. I don't. You can you can find connection easier than whatever this is. Okay, see, the thing is, I've been banned from the AV Club comment board. You know, I I I don't want to, but I feel compelled to ask why. Well. I, I said that Woody Allen was innocent too many times. Yeah, what's what's their cutoff? What's too many times for the AV Club? Um, I don't want to get into specific numbers, uh, but it it was uh, it was anything above like four hundred and above. Uh, how's your dad doing? Got all his fingers? Actually, you be no. He does not have all his fingers. It's so funny you say that. He only has nine fingers. He cut one of them off with a wood splitter, like a really slow-moving wood splitter. Jim, are you there? Oh my God, he hung up. No, I'm here. Oh, okay. <laughs> I just remarked, it's nine fingers and still no time for you. So yeah, so then I decided to call uh, my buddy Matt Strickland, who is also a great comedian. We used to run a show together. We've uh, booked each other many times, spent a lot of time together. Uh, he was in the crew that saw the Broadway show, the Jimmy Buffett Broadway show. Um, and we just kind of go way back. We're kind of thick as thieves. So I, uh, I, gave, I gave him a ring, too. Matt. Hey, hello. Hey, what's up, dude? Hey, what's going on? How are you? Hey, I'm doing all right. I'm just kind of, uh, uh, you know, I've been doing that thing where people are like, you know, if you're feeling crazy during COVID, just like call friends and walk around. So, you know, I thought of you first, bud. Oh, thank you. I, I appreciate that. So, like, what's up? You, you, you trying to chill? You trying to like reminisce about uh, 
about like times we've had and stuff? Um, I, you know what? I'd love to. I'm, I am working right now since it is oh, yeah. work day, the middle of a work day. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I, I love, I'd love to reminisce about the old days, but uh, my, my, my bosses are being real sticklers for how you have to work during the day. Yeah, man. I tell you what, I hate the man, you know, the man. Oh, he just gets me going. I mean, no one likes the man. Not me. I mean, who, why would you? Not who's, me. Who's pro man? Yeah. You know that big picture uh, uh, of like Uncle Sam where he's like, I want you. I'm just like, well, you, you keep wanting me, brother, because you ain't getting this piece. Yeah, get lost, Unc. Yeah, get lost, Unc. Can you hold on for a second? Yeah, sure. We have to uh, answer this email real quick. Okay, yeah. Yeah, sure. Yeah, I can like vamp for a bit. Would it distract you for me to vamp? I'm going to uh, take that as a no. Uh, you go ahead. Okay, yeah. All right. So uh, what's up, uh, uh, gang? We got freaking NBA scrimmages happening in the Orlando bubble right now. And I see all these players in the bubble, and they've got uh, like PlayStation and stuff. And I'm just like, I wish I was in the bubble. I don't know what everybody's complaining about. They got instant oatmeal. Boo-hoo. You're in the bubble. You're living large. You're playing basketball with LeBron James and freaking Anthony Davis. And you're just like, oh, boo, the bubble. I can't see my family. As if you don't ignore them all the time is the other thing. Just like, oh, I can't see my family. Like, you're ever around. You're, just, you're flying around playing basketball all the time. Come on. Come on. Yeah, I'm back. I can't see my family. Oh, hey. Um, sorry. I mean, I was here the whole time. I was just writing an email. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but I was, uh, I was listening. That was, that was great stuff. Thanks, man. Yeah, it's nice to do it and then just like have feedback right away because you know how it is. It's like usually I'm doing the show and I'm just like, do people like it? I don't know. Probably because like I hear from them. Show with a full live audience. Oh yeah, Cosby Show style. Mm -hmm. Has a radio show ever done that? I think like back in the twenties, they definitely they definitely did that. Um, But I don't think since it would kind of be a nice like hundred years later special. We're bringing back this thing we used to do again. Mm-hmm. I think that would be a real smart move for you to differentiate yourself, you know, from the yeah. pack. Yeah, I could kind of... they do live podcasts, you know. Right, and those are everyone's favorite episodes. Oh, for sure. Everyone loves it when you divert from the formula. Yeah, I, yeah, I love... Uh, like, I remember listening to the Mark Maron show... And just being like, man, these interviews are great. It's it's crazy that he's captured this like intimate moment here in his this garage with like a famous person being vulnerable. And uh, then it turns out you go to the live setting, and it's like, wow, these people are so willing to open up about their trauma <laughs> with a crowd of hundreds in front of them. And every live show has like of every podcast has a many many guests to make yeah. it seem special. So it's like. Would you want to hear Pete Holmes get in real depth to conversation to Joe Rogan over these three hours? Or would you rather have like 15 minute truncated versions? I mean, actually, you know, obviously what I'm describing, all of it sounds just unbearable. Yeah. But uh, you know what I mean. It does. If you, here's my question for you since you brought up Joe Rogan. 
Okay. All right, I'm 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 listening. Here's 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 a bet that we can take. Okay. Which can you hold on one second? I have to write an email. Real oh, quick. cool. Yeah, yeah, totally. Yeah, I do see your work, and I, that's cool. Yeah. Okay. So weird. like, so like I say, I'm a journalist. I'm like writing for the Athletic, you know, and I'm uh and I'm in the bubble with other NBA players. Like, what am I doing? I can I I can't talk to them, right? Or am I just like calling them up on Zoom from the next room? That's gotta feel so stupid. I bet I bet you could. If I was a journalist in the in the uh, in the bubble, I'd be I could do a podcast with a player like through the wall. You know, like I could put the microphone up to the wall and just be like, hey, Patrick Beverly, how's reading the Bible going? And he'd just okay, be like, uh, okay, cool, yeah. Um, if you were in the bubble and, and you know, have some hotels, there's like adjoining rooms. Yeah. Who's, who, what NBA player would you most likely, most like, want to be next to? Uh, uh, DeMarcus Cousins. <laughs> I don't think he's in the bubble. <laughs> I don't think so either uh let's you just see mean like if you were in a hotel outside of the bubble somewhere in like cincinnati and you just there was no <laughs> demarcus cousins is there yeah. i think it would be i think it would be uh uh kyle lowry oh okay that's a good one because i bet he just he's just like very very chill mm-hmm. not making a lot of noise okay so you're worried about getting your beauty sleep I'm worried about getting my beauty sleep. I, I, I carry, anytime I go on a trip, I bring blackout curtains with me, like in a suitcase. Wow. Yeah. You're it's a light sleeper. I, I, anything, any just little movement or light just wakes me up. So and you I have can sleep. never sleep with a partner? No, I have, to, I have to go out on the couch most of the time where I'm just like, okay. We're starting to doze. I'll see you later. And then I like go on the couch and then this is like, I'm, I'm out. That sounds like a terribly depressing life. So Matt, uh, you got any plants in your place or like set the scene for me, dude. Um, well, it's actually, you know, so I'm, I'm sitting in my living room working on my computer, uh, across, across the, uh, the room on, on, on the little, receiver under my tv there's a tiny orange cat who is uh fast asleep yeah um just sort of melting off the receiver nice and then yeah and on the other side of the room in the kitchen there's a bunch of uh we got a bunch of plants oh red i have always said that green space in new york is so important <laughs> yeah What's your favorite park? Favorite park? Yeah. Um, Don't say prospect like a loser. <laughs> if you say pros- if prospect, well, prospect is your favorite park, you're a fucking loser. I don't know if you saw the news item that I'm about to reference in my answer, but I thought I had a favorite spot in the park that was like this grassy knoll that uh uh not knoll exactly more like a completely flat stretch of what i thought was grass and i was there with my uh adopted daughter and i picked her up and i I sort of tossed her into what again what i thought was grass and it turns out it was a thick layer of algae that was so thick that people thought it was grass and their kids were falling into the water and it was a pond it was a pond it was written up on gothamist 
Wow. So this my least favorite park is Prospect Park because of what happened to me there. Because you drowned your adopted daughter. I drowned my adopted daughter. And uh, I, I would say, you know, it's definitely bumped the park down on my list. Yeah, anytime I have, like, traumatic death experiences, um, you know, of, of friends or loved ones, yeah, uh, that, that place usually becomes uh, not so fun anymore. I can't even go to Cat's Deli anymore. But what happened there? <laughs> Friend died. Choked on a pastrami sandwich. It's pretty upsetting. That's really sad. <laughs> um, I, I, I'll tell you what my favorite park is in New York. Okay, yeah, that was my question. Uh, it's, it's the park that you need a key to get into. Oh. Gramercy Park. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. If it were up to me, you would need a key to get into every park. I just think that that just sends a great message of like you know exclusivity. Like you've got to be in this club. In yeah, order to every park. every park would be a, like a Costco. Yeah, you like you guys. You think you know what a park is, but you just because you can see every part of the park through the fence. Mm-hmm. Doesn't mean you know shit about Gramercy Park and you want the key yeah. so bad. Yeah, I love that. I love that idea. Yeah. I love uh, needing like a, a a pictured ID. Yeah. That's like, but every park has its own ID. Yeah, totally. And like, maybe you have to do like a face scan mm-hmm. if you were going to go into the park. Uh-huh. And then just like Amazon has your face. Yeah. Governor Cuomo has your face. I want to say this. I want to say this real quick before I let you go, Matt. During the early stages of the pandemic, I heard you calling Cuomo daddy all the time. Mm -hmm. Like you were just like, oh, Cuomo is such a daddy. I'm so horny for him. Well, that's what people interpreted it as, but they don't know how much I hate my father. Oh. So it was actually me comparing him to an overbearing tyrant gotcha and i guess you also every time you say you're horny for something you mean you hate that thing too Mm -hmm. well i find there's nothing scarier to to me than the horn on the face of a rhinoceros so i i associate that with you're scaring me because of your powerful horn you horny bitch So, I mean, I guess it's fair that, like, the way I relate to things is, like, you know, people interpret that differently, and I think that's fair and fine, but just, like, when I say I'm a Cuomo-sexual, it means something completely different. You mean you're actively, you actively hate him. Yeah, exactly, because there's (laughs) nothing that I hate and terrifies me more than sexuality, human sexuality. I totally, I totally agree with that. You know, because for a long time, I was, I was like trying to play the part, you know, like I would be the guy at the party who would like take his shirt off, you know, and then I would say something provocative like, oh, I'm sorry, does the human body offend you? Mm-hmm. And it, it uh, you know, I was just like, that's not me. I, you know, I, I, I'm actually like really afraid of this thing. And anytime someone brings up, you know, even like a tr- being attracted to another person or flirting, I have to leave the room. 
So you are also a Cuomo-sexual. In, in the way that we are defining it, yeah. We're, we're a couple of Cuomo-sexuals. Mm-hmm. Can I tell you a really quick story that is actually very true from my high school? Yes. So we had a really successful mock trial team. Can you hold on one second? I have to send a quick email. Oh, yeah, totally, totally. All right, so it's like I'm in the bubble and like I'm just looking around the hotel, just like knocking on everybody's door, just being like, is, DeMarcus, is this DeMarcus Cousins' room? Is this DeMarcus Cousins' room? And I do that for every single one until finally I find an empty room and I'm just like, oh, like this must be it. Uh, and then I'm just like, I wait in there and I wait in there and then Dwight Howard comes back at 3 a.m. and he's like, no one showed up to the party, man. Okay, I'm back. Oh, Did you cool. know that Dwight Howard is also a homosexual? Really? Mm-hmm. Oh. No. Yeah. Hates the human body. Well, I, I hope to uh, meet him and, and talk about that one day. Yeah. Anyway, so my mock trial team in high school was super successful. I wasn't on it. We just had this like super successful mock trial team. Cold, I gotta go. Okay, yeah, you're right. Uh, I'll talk to you soon, buddy. All right, thanks for calling. And next I called Molly Kiernan. Molly! What? Hey! <laughs> well, uh, are you in the middle of something? Or? or um, I mean, uh, kind of, Colby. I'm, I just feel like I'm, I'm always kind of really busy right now. Um, but what, uh, what do you want? Oh, nothing. I was just like, I, I was going like a little walk around my neighborhood. I thought I'd give you a ring because, you know, it's like important to keep in touch with people and all that stuff. That's really nice that you have time to walk. Yeah, I, I don't have like a lot going on. It sounds like you are pretty busy. Yeah, I'm just, you know, I'm like one of those people that's just decided to use quarantine really um, productively. So I'm getting oh. on, you know, starting a business, writing some stuff. Uh, so it's just, you know, it, yeah, it's really just hard to take any time to like sit and talk to wow. people that I'm not super close with. Uh, and don't think yeah. I didn't catch that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I felt a little bad for saying that. So then I tried to be nice. But listen, Colby, if I'm being honest, it's like, I think quarantine has really taught us all that um, we should we should really kind of like just do the things we want to do, you know? Totally. Um, carpe diem, not really waste our time. Oh, um, man, yeah. I feel the same way. I feel like there, I mean, you know, it, it's hard to say like, you know, like, this is actually, like, kind of nice when, you know, like, people are sick and, like, people are dead. And, but, like, there is, like, a thing that I have, have like, gone, gotten out of this, which is just, like, you know, I have time to, like, call my friends now and just, like, be in touch with people. And it's something I'm, like, like not good at. And I've been, like, really, really, like, getting back into it. And, like, I just feel like spending time with those people, even, like, over the phone is, like, so important you know right right so you needed the death of um a bunch of people to teach you that uh i guess i if that that had to if if that had to happen for this kind of window of time to open up in my life then like i don't think you can say it's all bad right 
Um, okay, well, I don't, I mean, I don't know. I don't really want to comment on that. I just think it's really interesting um, that that's kind of how you're feeling. Well, yeah, I mean, like, is nothing's ever, like, completely bad. I mean, it's, like, a good stuff. Like, I have time to call old friends now. Like, that is a net, I mean, I don't know if it's a net good, but it is, it is good. No, nothing's ever completely bad? No. Colby, There's... it's like you're begging me to bring up Hitler. I mean, it is. You're I, begging I, me to bring up Hitler. Colby, this is why I didn't want to talk to you. Well, it is something that I know you can bring up at any time and just like have a really good nuanced opinion on. That's, that's really nice of you to say. Um, but thank you. I yeah, am nice. I, whatever. Okay, so what, so what is going on with you? It feels like you want to talk about yourself. No, I've just kind of like I've been calling people, seeing what they're what they're up to these days. You know, like what their what their job situation is. You know, like what's going on with that. It sounds like you're you, you said you started a business. Yeah, yeah, I started a business. Uh, do you want to tell me about it? Um, I don't know that you would understand it. You don't think I would understand a business? Yeah, well, as we've already established, you don't really understand nuance. Yeah, I guess that's true. I, I People have told me that, and I just say, that that's like your opinion, man. Okay, fine. I'll tell you what it is. Yeah, that's from The Big Lebowski. No. <laughs> it's from the movie The Big Lebowski. You know that movie? I, mean, I uh, Can you stop quoting movies? You do it all the time. Dude, that movie rocked my socks off. <laughs> Do you think it makes you cool that you're referencing The Big Lebowski right now? Yeah, it's because it's like it's like me and everyone else who's seen The Big Lebowski, which I don't think is that many people. It's like those of us who know it are like in a club. And that makes me feel good. Okay, you're clearly so lonely. Yeah, I, I'm walking around my neighborhood calling people. Okay, well, I'll tell you about my business if you really want to hear. All right, cool. Yeah, I do want to hear about that. Okay, so you know bird watching? Sure, yeah, I know bird watching. That was yeah. my, uh, Emma Stone was in that. <laughs> no, the activity, you dumbass. Oh, okay, cool, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so it's like, uh, it's kind of like an app, but it's like bird watching. Um, it's like people can, people can go on my app and um, find like the best places to bird watch. And then when they find a bird that they like, they take a picture of the bird and then the app tells them all about it. No way. Yeah. That's really, that's a great idea. I know. Damn. So you just like designed this app. Yeah. Yeah, I did everything. Wow. I mean, shit, I've just been like out of work for months, walking around calling people and you like, you taught yourself how to code? Yeah, I taught myself how to code. Um, it's not hard if you're smart. Oh, okay. If, if you're smart. Yeah, gotcha. but you shouldn't, you shouldn't try. I shouldn't try coding? No. Well, that's kind of flies in the face of conventional wisdom, Molly, because if, I mean, you cannot, you cannot listen to an expert in any field without them saying, it's time everyone learns how to code, because that's the Okay, future. I know what this is about. I know what this is about. Oh, you know what this, what is this about? You're being sexist. Again. Again? Yeah, because you think because I'm a woman, I, I, it was weird that I learned how to code. Well, no, I think if anything, we, we can't stop telling people, telling women specifically to learn how to code. Don't make this about you being the hero. <laughs> don't, 
Don't do that. I mean, I think I, I am a man. I've been experiencing a lot of negative stereotypes about how like it's not the time for you, a man, to learn how to code right now. You think that's a negative stereotype? I mean, I don't know if that's the correct term, but it's the thing I've been feeling pressure from society about. Yeah. You've been feeling pressure from society not to code? You stop learning to code. Your life sounds so hard. Oh, it sucks. I'm walking around my neighborhood just think, I, I just like, I think in like brackets around and like little codes of letters. Okay, well, that's not coding, so I don't know I what. Just, yeah, I just <laughs> <laughs> um, Who else have you talked to today? Um, do you know Bridget Rascala? Uh, yeah. Yeah, I talked to her, and I would say our conversation did not go great, but I did manage to steal her credit card information. <laughs> Colby. Yeah. Can I tell you something? What's that? Um, I wanted to say this to you for a long time, but, you know, I kind of was holding back. And, and as I said before, like quarantine has really taught me that, um, to just like say what you feel and do what you want. And I just, I did want to let you know that I don't think you're a good person. Not even, well, I guess I would say nothing is completely bad so nothing is completely good. I'm not going to talk to you about Hitler. Stop. Stop begging me to bring up Hitler. It's just that I know you've got so many good takes on the guy. Don't flatter me so you can talk about your friend Hitler. <laughs> Don't. Okay, you're right. I, that's, that is what I was doing, and I'm sorry. That was a dirty trick. Okay, well, at least you admitted it. Yeah. That was a Joe Dirt-y trick. Joe Dirt, Rob Schneider movie. Colby, that's pathetic. Yeah, it is pathetic, okay? I don't know what to do, Molly. I, I'm desperate for, a, for you know, connection, for contact. I, I am out of work, you know? I, I can't okay, do anything. here he goes, playing the victim. That's right. No, one, no one's letting me code the way I want to code. The man who can't code. Well, I'm so sorry for you, Colby, but you know what? I'm not, actually. Okay, well, I guess I don't know what I expected today when I called you. I thought, you know, maybe we could reminisce about old times and, and that kind of thing. You know, like, you, you haven't always been this L.A. big shot. You used to be a, a New York slob like the rest of us. Yeah, well, think times change. How know? quickly they forget. Some people grow. Some people grow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like who? Me. Oh, I see. And and when I said some people, I put the emphasis on some. Yeah, you meant not me? Yes. Because I've been stuck in this rut. Yeah, listen, I'm sorry that you're sad, but you should talk to a therapist. You shouldn't be desperately calling people who are kind of your friends. What is, what is the name of... Do you listen to any Forever Dog podcasts? Do I? Yeah. Um, no. They've been plugging this therapy, this like online therapy app for a while, and I cannot oh, yes. think of the name of it. Um, BetterHelp or something? It is BetterHelp. See, the thing is, is I've been banned from BetterHelp. What did you do? Uh, well, I mean, do you want to get into it? 
Yeah, I absolutely do want to get into Okay, that. so here's here's what happened. So BetterHelp is this is this app, you know, as you know, that's like all about connecting connecting you to a therapist uh, uh, digitally. Yeah, I know what it is. Thanks and explaining it. Well, it's it's I I you know, I would I would match with a therapist and then I would send nudes. Okay, well that's your disgusting pervert. Because no, I thought that that's, I thought it was the OnlyFans. You're actually already banned from my bird watching app. <laughs> I wrote that into the code. You wrote Wait, it, that's a, cool. A way long time ago. It's actually, it's really cool, Molly, that you can do that. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks. That you know how to do that. Okay, I guess you're so surprised that a woman can code. No, no, it's just that's an advanced level. I, I would be impressed if anybody could do that. You know, much less. Oh, uh, okay, what? don't act so surprised. No, okay. Oh, look, I'm, I'm trying to be impressed by your, your technological, you know, achievements. And uh, I, just, I just think it's cool. That's all. Okay, thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. So um, why, why did you really call me? <sighs> um, can I have some money? <laughs> I knew it. I knew it. You're calling up me, your rich friend, because you're desperate for money. Colby, maybe if you weren't so sexist and bringing up Hitler all the time, then I'd consider it. Okay. You know... When you put everything together like that. Yeah, it really sums it up nicely, huh? It really does. It does. Uh, it does sum it up for me. Yeah. So. Ugh. Wow. Maybe you need to take some time to think about your own actions. Yes. And you know how they affect the people around you. You know, Molly, what? that's exactly right. I have spent so much time talking. Yeah, that's true. And now it's time for me to listen. Yeah. Do you think you can do that? I think I can. Okay. All right. Let's do it. You tell me something. I'll listen to it right now. Okay. I'll tell you another opinion I have about you. <laughs> hmm. Sometimes, um, Colby, I, I didn't want to tell you this, but, you know, because of quarantine and we're all trying to like, you know, quarantine has really taught us that we should do what we want. Um, I do feel like I need to tell you that I think you're really annoying. Just like the sound of my voice is bad? Um, it's kind of just like, I can't really explain it. It's just like a feeling that people get when... Oh, people uh, get this feeling, not just you. Yeah, you know how like you have a club with people that watch The Big Lebowski? Yes, I do. I have a similar club. Really? First Wives Club? <laughs> no. Take another guess. Um, Culture Club? That's not even, that's a band. Uh, let's see. It's not a movie, Colby. It's life. It's okay. real. Let's see. Mm. Uh, Ford versus Ferrari? No, Colby, it's for people who think you're a bitch. What? <laughs> Okay. Yes. 
I bet the next person you call is going to be in it. Yeah, I, on, it's the a pattern is starting to emerge that you're right about that. <laughs> Who are you calling next? You know? No. Not That's yet. Thing. It's not normal for people to just be like, I'm going to call up a bunch of people at the same time. It feels insincere. I guess it does have the thing of like, I have an hour to kill and I've got to fill it somehow. Yeah, that's absolutely what you're doing. And I think it's pathetic. Okay, well, Molly, it was great to talk to you. I'm so glad you're doing so well. Really Um, great to talk to you too. And uh, I hope to see you soon. Whatever. Virginia, don't let me wait. You Catholic girls start much too late. Oh, but sooner or later it comes down to fate. Might as well be the one. It's been stuck in my head all day now after I absolutely eviscerated it earlier in the show. Nothing is safe here on Young Persons Radio. That's what you've got to remember is that uh, songs from over 40 years ago Look out, you about to get the hammer laid down on you. End of every show, I like to lay the hammer down on an old song that no one cares about. And this is just the latest thing on the chopping block. Ooh, boy. Well, folks, you know, uh, uh, you've, you've heard it here, you've heard it everywhere. Uh, people don't like me. And... This is just yet another sort of ode to that. And, uh, phew, boy, I got a lot of thinking to do, you know. Uh, we'll be back to, you know, we got some big guests coming up uh, in the future, and I'm excited about that. So, you know, hopefully they don't hear this uh, and, and kind of think twice again. But, uh, well, you know, we're kind of embracing the interview section of the show in the next couple weeks and got some uh, fun writers to look forward to. Uh, so if anyone is still out there after i've uh you know been absolutely dragged uh then please tune in again next week uh for that in the meantime check out everything else that radio free brooklyn has got going on uh including a little interview with yours truly that's going to be up on the radio free brooklyn youtube channel in the near future Uh, that's me talking to my old buddy uh jonathan lerner who does a great show on this station called the next best thing uh and was a part of a he you know he's been doing this for just about as long as i have we, we were uh in the same talk show support group essentially uh in the first couple weeks of uh in the first months or so of of uh, being host at radio free brooklyn so check that out and check out everything else we've got going on over at radiofreebrooklyn.com uh where you can see all the great music stuff we've got going on all the great talk stuff just about every possible interest i like to say uh, that you have is covered at some point on the Radio Free Brooklyn programming schedule. So do go to RadioFreeBrooklyn.com and check that out. Uh, you can also download our app from the App Store and the Google Play Store if you're on Android. Uh, and you can find the archives of this show on RadioFreeBrooklyn.com. Go to RFB.NYC slash YPR. That's RFB.NYC slash YPR to get our archives. Or you can find the podcast on Spotify, Stitcher, and of course, Apple Podcasts. Uh, This was a tough one. See ya! 
There is nothing like the sea at night when the water is slightly warmer than the air. Even though the air is humid after a 95-degree day, God, I love swimming at night. It is all darkness and mystery. It is the void, and it must be done naked. Clothes at the waterline, please. Do this, and my pilgrims, you will become cleansed. Never will the evening air, or a kiss on the beach, or a dry towel ever feel so good again. The walk to the car will be filled with starlit grace. And you will never forget it. And once you hit the water, you will be covered in the blossoming beauty of your youth, no matter how old you are. And whoever you're with, you will always remember them. Hi, this is Jimmy. Well... That's the end of the music, but it's not the end of the show. For those of you computer literate parrot heads out there, stick this CD into your computer and you can see an enhanced video of what we do and what we say backstage behind the scenes.